can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving away all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics lose another one in Los Angeles, this time to the Clippers, 114-111, and this is a frustrating one. I'm going to follow today's podcast a little bit different uh, than the usual. Going to run through player of the game, uh, going to go through... Really just talking through the game as I see it. I'm not going to go through the good. I'm not going to go through the bad because today it was all over the place. Uh, But I am going to go player of the game to start. And I have to give it to the only guy tonight that showed a little bit of heart. And it was Marcus Smart. And you you saw it on the defensive end late in the game. Uh, he had like two, three, maybe even four incredible plays defensively. And it, this is a game where Marcus Smart starts to, you know, make the case for, you know, all defense again. You know, he is a special defender. He's a guy that can go out there and potentially put in a bid for defensive player of the year, even though it typically goes to a big man. But this is a this is just a dynamic defensive performance from Marcus Smart. Uh, it's not a not a game where he shot the ball extremely well. Seven of sixteen from the field. That part's good. You'll live with that. One of six from three. Uh, a couple of the threes just bad shots. So realistically, like there isn't. You look at this team up and down. There isn't a massive like great performance from any of them even like Tatum you saw Tatum 29 points tonight he didn't play very well honestly through the first three quarters or first two quarters for sure he played terrible basketball he looked checked out he looked checked out in the very beginning of this game four turnovers in the first half just looked out of it led uh Brandon Boston in transition just drive past him I think he was 
trying to let him go past him to try and block him. But then Brandon Boston just went under the rim for a reverse. And Tatum just let it happen. And then the very next play just turns the ball over. Sloppy passes. And that's really just what it boiled down to tonight. And this entire game can be summed up with one word. And it's turnovers. And you look at the Celtics tonight. We got absolutely torched off turnovers. 23 turnovers as a team. 33 points off of turnovers in the game. In the first half alone, we had 13 turnovers, 22 points off of turnovers. And that was the entire, like the second quarter is where we absolutely just got torched. You look at the game, 28-24 in the first. We actually won a quarter there. But then we got outscored 39-23 to in the second. And then we outscored him in the third. We outscored him in the fourth. But losing by... What's that? 16 points in one quarter? It's going to be hard to hard to put together a win if that's the case. Right? I mean, I think the overall you look at this team again, not a ton of great performances. I say I'd say Al Horford played pretty well. Defensively, he played all right. Both him and Time Lord kind of got torched on a lot of possessions tonight. Dennis Schroeder was okay. Uh, probably a, probably one of his better games. I'm not going to say it was great. I'm not going to say it was terrible. 19 points. Fairly good shooting. 8 of 16. 2 of 6 from 3. So better shooting than Marcus. Uh, but overall, it's just, it's not a, not a very good game. You know, we fell fell down as much as 21 points in the third quarter. The Celtics really battled back and we made this a game. We had it within one and maybe two, three points late in the stretch. And we just couldn't pull it off. We couldn't pull it off. You know, this is one of those games where after falling, after getting blown out, frankly, by the Lakers, you really just wanted him to come out firing on all cylinders. And the first quarter looked promising. They were moving the ball. Their assist numbers were up. Their turnovers weren't crazy in the first quarter. A lot of a lot of those 13 came in the second quarter. Uh, overall, it's just a it's an ugly, ugly game. They didn't come out and do what you wanted them to do. Ime Odoka kind of called out the team for lack of urgency for defensive effort, all of that after the Lakers lost. And then they come out and do this. It's just like the second quarter was just a, you know, one of the worst of the season. Like seriously, this is a Clippers team that offensively isn't that good to begin with, but they were also missing Paul George, who was pretty much their entire offense this season. So this is, it's just, it's a bad game. It's a really bad game. You're not going to win games, 22 turnovers. You're not. I'd say like we had pretty decent performances from the from the bench, better at least. Uh, but then the, the rotations disappeared. 
Romeo Langford, four points in the first quarter. Uh, got some pretty good run. And then I don't know what happened. I want to say he played four, five, maybe six minutes in the first quarter. Had four points. And ended the game with only 11 minutes. Aaron Neesmith played four minutes early in the uh, early in the second quarter. Scored. Played pretty well. And then didn't play again. Ennis Cantor, or Ennis Cantor Freedom, didn't play again really in the second half either. Played five minutes in the second quarter. No Pritchard after his 19-point performance. I'm I'm just confused. I guess that's that's another just summary of tonight. It's confusion. There were so many points in today's game. And I kind of I tweeted it out. I called it that Jason Tatum needs to be taken out of this game in the second quarter. But after the turnover that I was talking about, and Ime Odoka called a timeout, took him out. He didn't return for the last four minutes. But then third quarter comes. We start off bad again. But he kept with the same rotation. He didn't switch things up, and I was kind of expecting Odoka to make a move. And he didn't. And that part's frustrating. It's really frustrating. But honestly, that's all I really have to say about this game. The Celtics made it a game late, but we just couldn't put it away. You know, we had, I want to say, four or five different missed layups, missed opportunities late in the game. This game battled down to the end of the like fourth quarter here. And the Celtics just couldn't capitalize. The Clippers gave the Celtics plenty of opportunities. They had bad turnovers. They missed open layups. They Well, not open layups, but they missed a couple layups. The Celtics had an opportunity to make a run, and they just missed their shots, or they turned it over. And that was that was basically how the entire game went. All 48 minutes of it was pretty sloppy. But honestly, that's that's where I'm wrapping things up. This is an ugly game. It's a it's a bad loss back to back times in Los Angeles. Two games that are very winnable, uh, and instead we go and we have a tough schedule <laughs> moving forward. Like right now, we sit at 13 and 13 at 500. We play the Suns, which is one of the best teams in the league, one of the top two teams in the league. We play them Friday night. And then we play the Bucks, who is, you know, again, probably best team in the Eastern Conference, if not second best. Uh, and then you got the Suns, I mean the Warriors, that Friday, next Friday. So we've got three of the top four, five teams in the NBA in our next three games. And we're at 500 right now. So this is an opportunity for the Celtics to fall again below 500 and find themselves the the playing tournament looking in. Best case scenario, honestly. I mean, I don't I don't really see the Celtics winning two of those three games. If they can take one, We'll still be below 500. We'll still probably be at a, a 10 seed or even lower in the Eastern Conference. This Eastern Conference is jumbled up, and it's not not a good look. 
going down and losing two of these very winnable games, especially without Paul George tonight. But that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And make sure to share the podcast. Share with a friend, rate, review. Uh, it helps all of the algorithms, helps push me up in the, I guess, the standings, as I like to call it, similar to the Celtics. Uh, so make sure to do that. Make sure to tune in again Friday night, Celtics in Phoenix. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it now. I can't help it now. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.